Today's topic is centered around the reality that God's ways are above our ways. In Isaiah 55, the Lord offers a hard lesson that is or was difficult to accept at its original writing and remains equally challenging for mankind today. Isaiah 55, 9 reads, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts uh, higher than your thoughts. So from a human perspective, justice is in the eye of the beholder, and so humanity tends to see fairness through our own myopic lens. Logically, leading a quote-unquote good life should get us into heaven, if there is a heaven. If we see ourselves in a competition with each other, the top 50% or so uh, will get to heaven, and the rest, well, God loves us all, so who knows? Who can really say, so be good and relax, and it'll all work out in the end? That's man's perspective, (laughs) secular man's perspective. God's perspective, God sees justice through a very different lens. He sees every thought, every action, every hidden corner of our minds. What is infinitely worse is that he has a set of standards of behavior no man other than Jesus can meet. That standard is a life of perfection, Romans 3.23. James 2.10 says, For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. So the catch-22 of God, it's hard to deny that God's form of earthly justice is impossible to defend from a human perspective. Take the example of God's direction to the Israelites in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 20, 16, and 17. But in the cities of these people that the Lord your God is giving you for an inheritance, you shall save alive nothing that breathes but you shall devote them to complete destruction. The Hittites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, and the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, as the Lord your God has commanded. Or consider God's eternal view that for just one sin we are sent to hell for eternity. James 2.10 and again Romans 3.23. If we don't accept his son as our savior and accept him as our Lord, this is our outcome. Eternal bliss for the thief who repents in the last seconds of his life, Luke 23, 43, versus hell for those who are quote-unquote good people but die without Christ. And many of those good people live a full life and die never even hearing the word Jesus. If God is all-powerful, he can remove all pain, bad behavior, disease, and even death and hell itself if he chooses. If he's not all-powerful, then the Bible should be thrown out and he is not God. This, of course, is not a Sunday school answer, but it is a reality. All the logical facts mentioned by non-believers cannot be defended by Christians with any more evidence than presenting our view of the miraculous and the complexity of the world around us. In the end, we are left with only one place to stand, for better or for worse, 
and we stand on faith. So what's the point? Our willingness to accept God's definition of what is fair and just has no bearing on reality since he is the one in control and we are not. Some of us are given a choice in life to become a servant of God and receive his grace through Christ or not. What seems fair and just from our perspective is honestly irrelevant. The problem with our moral outrage over the situation we find ourselves in is very unfortunate, but is also irrelevant to the outcome. So it's all about faith. Christians sing and worship Jesus Christ because we have passed through this barrier of doubt, frustration, and rejection based on our perspective of fairness. We believe God is good and righteous and full of grace by providing a way out of our eternal state, which is hell. Christians also believe, as hard as it is to accept by the lost, when one looks back from heaven, we will realize he is not the ogre most of mankind thought he was. Consider the rich man in Luke 16, 19 and following, who showed compassion for his earthly brothers but no anger for the position he was in suffering in Hades. Again, not the Sunday school answer, but the truth. So a summary on the issue of who makes the rules. Many believe being better than the next guy will get our ticket punched to heaven. Others reject the existence of God and Jesus entirely. Even more believe incorrectly that there are other paths besides Jesus to find joy beyond the grave. If one rejects the Bible, all these positions are understandable and logical. Of course, the mature Christian will counter with a litany of evidence that there is a creator and then add the miraculous to strengthen the argument that he remains active today. However, rarely does that move the needle once one passes the age of a child who's being indoctrinated by parents, peers, and the church. And even with children, saying a prayer at eight years old still calls for a demonstrated change in behavior for a lifetime. James 2.14 and following. Sometimes God puts trials in our life that draw each, or sorry, even adults to the cross. And that's what he did with me. God does use preachers, Sunday school teachers, and evangelists to plant and water the Lord's plan of salvation. But in the end, it all comes down to faith and not facts. God causes the growth, 1 Corinthians 3.7. Our relationship with Christ is not a passing thing. It is a lifestyle change. Hebrews 11.1 and 6. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, and without faith, it's impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. So here's the real shocker for me. What I find most shocking are those who acknowledge a belief in a creator and even that Jesus calls us to accept him as our personal Savior and Lord, yet reject him because they don't want to be subordinate to an all-powerful God. 
the unfairness of loving and serving a God who allows sin and pain and suffering is so onerous that they naively state they would prefer hell over compliance. The formula for joy on earth and eternity with God in heaven is simple. The trick is that it's a heart change and God can see the heart. Matthew 9, 4, Ephesians 3, 17. Once your heart is directed toward the Lord, it will never be turned back. John 10, 29. Salvation and eternal life in heaven is what is our calling and the calling that we need to spread as biblical Christians throughout the world. God bless you as you serve him today.